Shalom. Good morning, KLE. This is Sean from Pennsylvania and Steve all the way from <laughs> Texas. Uh, so good to have you with us again, all our listeners. Man, we have to apologize for being late this week, but with the holidays and things changing, etc., etc., um, we just couldn't get... Steve and I could not get our date sorted out, so we had a bad date. We had a bad date, Steve. You and I haven't had a good date in a long time, brother. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. That is true. This long-distance relationship is like really rough. I know. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> We've got to work through all our issues <laughs> from a distance. From a distance. That's anyway, right. Let's not get carried away here. Hallelujah. Yeah, well, it's really great to have you with us. And uh, happy Independence Day to all our American listeners. Thank you. Um, I hope you're having a super weekend and had a great day on uh, of celebration on Thursday. What an exciting day. For me, it's like the second Independence Day that I'm actually here in the States this time around. And oh, really? Yes. Oh, that's good. Yeah, so the first one was, I was talking to my youngest son, Jesse, um, yesterday morning before he flew out to California for a few days, and um, we were just saying that last year uh, for this weekend for Independence Day was like really a rough day. I mean, we had, he had just been diagnosed with um, cancer and a tumor. And, uh, and we were busy struggling, uh, I mean, just with our faith. We were in a faith fight, and, and we still went to a place called Longs Park and listened to the military band playing um, for, for the evening, but, and all the fireworks and cannon artillery going off and stuff. But it was a tough one. This year, so grateful. I mean, he's healed. He got his miracle uh, by the end of the year, and uh, this this year is Independence Day. Um, he was spending time with his um, girlfriend and and uh, happy man, and I'm a happy man. We're a happy family now, <laughs> praise God. So this one was a good one, and so I just wanted to say happy happy Independence Day to everybody, and and praise God that we are um, that we are here. You know, I'm just grateful to God to be here in such an amazing country. So, um, yeah, you know, what's, you know, what's interesting. I was thinking about that. Um, cause I got a lot of little things on Facebook and stuff said happy fourth. And I thought, well, yeah, but we have 12 of those a year, you know, fourth. Yes. Um, a lot of people have a, a lot of people have shifts <laughs> every weekend, but anyway, um, uh, I got to thinking about it. it is independence day. It's a day of freedom. It's a day of uh, celebrating that. And uh, I begin to think about my mind kind of goes, you know, how my mind works. And I begin to think about the um, uh, whom the sun sets free is free indeed. You know, we sing that song, whom the sun sets free is free. Anyway, um, and we always see that being set free. And I thought <clears throat> we were never set free. It doesn't even say that in the scripture. It says, whom therefore the Son has made free, yes. and say set, yes. shall be free indeed. In fact, it says, you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Yes. And the interesting thing about that, I, I, guess, I guess it's just, maybe it's semantics to a lot of people, but to me, it was an important 
it was an important difference and change in thinking for me because if you're just if you're set free, that means you were captive, you were um and you have that potential, you're still that same person. You were just set free and you have that potential to be held captive again. Yes. I mean, you're just that's who you are. But yes. if you're made free, if you're created free, if you're born free, if you're if you're a free man then nothing has any right to come and take that from you unless you let it. And that's, that's what got me is that uh, we here in the United States now have been born free. You know, you, you guys came in and you adopted this as your country, which, and it means probably a whole, we, we take it a lot more for granted because we were made free. I mean, I was created here. So Castro from Cuba can't come over here and say, Hey, you know, uh, you did this. Uh, in my country, so therefore, uh, you know, you've got to go to prison. Well, no, I've never been in your country. Yes, you were. You were, you know, Steve Bissett was over here, and, and no, I've never been there. I was born here. Yeah. Yes, you were. You were born in Cuba. You know, you were. This is who you are. This is what you did. No, I've never been that man. That's not me. That's not who I am. And that's basically the struggle that we. We have with healing, with deliverance, with anything else. The enemy keeps trying to say, this is who you are. And we, we can say then, no, I've never been there. That's not me. That's not who I am. I'm born free. I've been made free. I've been born into this kingdom, this kingdom where God is king, not where you have any rights or authority to anything. I mean, you have no privilege to come in here and say anything to me. And so anyway, it just, it just meant a lot more to me for some reason at 63, it meant a lot more to me this year, I guess, just because of that line of thinking. Yeah. So, well, you know, and that's, that's, that's what people don't understand, you know, coming here as an immigrant where, you know, and I come from, from Africa. So I come with a totally different perspective to, to, um, to what many of the, I mean, one young guy, uh, let me finish the sentence to what a lot of young, um, Americans don't see. So I value things that many Americans take for granted um, because they've grown up here in this country and not really experience what it's like to, to come from places where you don't have the wonderful opportunities and privileges and the, and the, uh, and the abundance that you have here. <laughs> I mean, for us is an right. experience is going to a store and you walk into a store and you just see the, the myriad of choices and of, you know, that you, that you have access to is just incredible. A plethora. Yes. I mean, it's just like a plethora. <laughs> it is astounding. It is just, and, and, you know, we, we walk around, um, in, in, um, giant the store giant here superstore and and you just get like the facility of getting you know burger patties that are packed with with certain ingredients specifically convenience is like the thing you know and you can understand why people want to come here however the problem is they want to come here and change the culture <coughs> their culture they right back to whatever it is they came out of Yes, they, they, they don't like where they are, but they want to come here and change this to where they were. And, you know, so like, right. where do you go from here? And that's my point. It's like, if, you, yeah. if everybody comes here and changes the culture, and of course, for some reason, you've got a whole, you've got a whole bunch of Americans that hate America. They want to change 
the very right. fabric and the very value of of and the American the American culture. And you know, you know what I say? Take those guys, stick them in some place in Africa that I've been, and let them have to survive there. Not go as tourists with right. their dollars, but have to survive there. Where where you, you don't have the the privileges and the and, and and you know the colleges and you can run around and you don't have the freedom of speech, you know and let's see how they function at that point in time you know they'll come back changed I'm telling you their value system will be shaken to the very core of who they are. Right. Well, just like the people right now that want to, and I hate to get into political. Well, I don't either. Hate to get into it. Um, but the socialistic type of idea and uh, send them down to Venezuela, <laughs> you know, let them spend some time down there yeah, and let them see how a socialist society actually works <coughs> and then let them decide, you know, yep. whether or not they think this country is great anymore. Yes. So, uh, yeah. yeah, like you said, then uh, the thing that got me is when you said, yeah, we come out of something like that and then we want to change, change it to our culture. We do the same thing whenever we feel like, you know, like you and I both come out of uh, different church type backgrounds and uh, we've, we've been from one to another uh, at some point in time. Uh, I came out of a pretty staid uh, Nazarene background, uh, like pre-Methodist or Baptist, and then ended up going into uh, more, more Pentecostal charismatic. And uh, so it was a different culture for me. Uh, it was a whole different uh, way of thinking even. But then when he, he called me out again, it's interesting that Ecclesia means twice called out, I mean, in simplistic terms, um, you know, twice called out people. I was called out the uh, first time out of the world, but then I was called out of, out of that other system and, and then came religion. into a different type of a thing. Yeah. Called out of religion. And, yeah, and... Then he says, okay, now I want you to do this. My problem was, is I kept overlaying my past and what I knew to do on what I thought God wanted to do this time. And so it ended up looking exactly the same as what I came out of. Yes. Because I was so comfortable with that. I was so comfortable with my old culture. I was so comfortable with whatever it was. And honestly, I didn't operate by faith. Uh, or, or uh, as a son of God, be moved by the Spirit of God, which bring life. Um, instead, I, I operated by what I already knew and tried to build something that I always that I'd already known. And <clears throat> that's the struggle right now. I know a lot of guys are having is they they know they're supposed to step out of where they're at or what they're doing. It's just they don't know what to build next. I don't know. I don't know how to build this freedom. <laughs> I don't know what to do with this because I've never had this before. Yes. And so and it's this unfamiliar, is, isn't it? Born free. You're stepping oh, yeah. into unfamiliar territory in a sense. So we like the right. familiar. We, we like religion because religion is predictable. It's, it's, right. uh, it's familiar. It's predictable. It's safe. I, I know I can exercise who I am, and of course, it's acceptable. So, so generally, right, right. people around me accept. Oh yeah, across the board, acceptable. Yeah, yeah. You know, but when you when you are a leader and you begin to step out into the liberty and the freedom to which Christ has called us, you know, and made us 
for uh, yeah, it's a challenge to to society in general. Look what they look what they did to John the Baptist. <laughs> you know, right, right, yeah, yeah. He lost his head over it. Yeah, exactly. The, um, <laughs> the the interesting thing to me is in just in simplicity. Okay, uh, this is I'm probably gonna um, get get a few stones here uh, thrown at this one, uh, but. I've heard a lot of guys come into a seminar or into a teaching thing. And, and of course they got them all lined up of who has what, and what day and, and what hours they're going to be teaching and, and everything else and what they're going to be teaching on. I mean, they already have it laid out. And so you sit through the seminar, you sit through the whatever. And, um, and I mean, it's good. You know, sometimes it's really good. Um, and these guys have probably, this is probably their pet message that they've had for a long time or, or like some of them have said, well, you know, I was going to teach on this, but the Lord changed it, uh, you know, a couple of days ago. I just heard him say this. Yes. What, what if, and this is just a what if, <laughs> they who are led by the sons of God, I mean, they are led by the Spirit of God, the sons of God. Uh, he who ministereth to the Spirit, does he do it by works of law or does he do it by faith? If I come in as the bride or as, uh, if my wife comes in and says, honey, this is what we're doing today. That, 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 and we have, I have it all laid out. I'm very frustrated at the very first because I already had in my mind some different things that we were going to do. And um, especially in a meeting type situation, um, if, if she comes in and, and, uh, and it's not, it's not anything about her. It's just, I already knew that, uh, you know, I wanted to talk about this and I'm not talking about something spiritual. I'm just talking about, you know, whatever. And she comes in and she changes that or she already has a pre-planned thing and it's already laid out in a bulletin. Um, it frustrates me. And I, and I begin to think about that husband and wife relationship and how Christ works. I thought if I come in as just the bride and I've already got a laid out of what, of what I expect him to do, and right here, we're going to take the offering. And right here, we're going to do this. And right here, right here, we're going to go ahead. Uh, in fact, I've even, I've been parts of services where we did this. Right here, we're going to build on this song. And then when it gets to a climax, we're going to go ahead and we're going to take the offering. And then after that, we're going to sing in the spirit. <laughs> it, it's, it's that, it's that programmed sometimes. And, uh, uh, when you think about the fact that that if I minister to the Spirit, I'm doing it by faith. Faith isn't something I've already planned out. It's just like you and I, you know, we're not sitting here trying to figure out what we're going to say, and it's all pre-planned type of thing. Um, it becomes more of a lifestyle. It becomes more of a, a life-giving spirit when you share out of what Christ is saying right then, because what I want to present to you is the spirit. I don't want to present to you a message or a song. I want to give you what he's doing right now. And I, and in the dance or, uh, minister, uh, of course, as we've talked about before is Epicor Gale, uh, <clears throat> he watches over the dance. So what I'm doing is ministering a dance to you. I'm, I'm finding out where the dance is and helping you cooperate with the dance. I can't do that. If I've, if I've already pre-planned, what I think the dance is going to be before I get in there. Yeah. Yeah. Because then I'm already presupposing that he's going to dance this certain dance. And, 
it may, he may not want that. So I guess that's where you come in and you empty yourself. I'm, yeah, I may have studied a lot of things and yes, I may have some things in my mind, but we may never touch on that because I want to find out what her husband wants, what my husband wants and cooperate with that and give them that life because we want them to see Christ. Sir, we would see Jesus. We don't want to see something else. We don't want to see, I don't want to know what's on your mind. I don't know what, I don't want to know what God has shared with you. I want to know what God is telling us right now. What's he telling us right now? What is, what is this he's saying? What's he saying to his bride? And, And I guess that's, that's where to begin, even in simplicity to share, to share that way, to begin to change our mode in our format to, to that type of a thing to where now, now you're even doing that differently. I mean, that's a big step for a lot of people Yep. because that takes, that takes a lot of faith. I mean, that's not, that's not a matter of, that's not, a, I, I haven't planned this and that's tough for a lot of guys because they've, they've come into a place where I'm so used to having to prepare because I don't want to look like an idiot stand up there in front of everybody just staring at them. Yep. <coughs> so well, anyway, three, I, I'm kind of yeah, I, I, see, I see three things in that, Steve. One is there, you know, any form of leadership, firstly, is, is nearly, there, there's a responsibility, a responsibility in your sonship to the father. Secondly, there has to be preparation because that is an overflow of, of your relationship with your father anyway. And in the spirit, right? So right. there has to be that preparation, but you're not bringing a prepared, organized kind of situation to to the people. Um, and thirdly, right. The third thing that I see in this is that's exactly what. Look, when you've got a huge seminar and you've got a hundred thousand people, okay, you've got to be organized. But maybe that's where where the there's a lack in in the sense that. I future future wise, that's where I see right now small groups are actually happening in Iran, right. in China, where, where things are really happening. That's in small groups, and they've got elders right. over small 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 groups within the context right. of home or restaurant or hotels or whatever wherever right. they are, and God is functioning within that you know, working within them there in the small group because they don't have to have this huge organized kind of thing and saying, oh, it's the spirit of God here. The presence of God is here. And, and you know, I, many times I'm going like, what? <laughs> just like, yeah, where? You know, yeah. Where, yeah, I was just like, okay, if you say so, you know, um, and right. it's really like suggest, suggestive kind of ideas. But Anyway, I don't want to criticize what they direction. do. Yeah, they they organize. They have to organize themselves, and and they have to make. But maybe that's where it's lacking because they have to because that's what they've known. That's what they know. That's what they're doing on this huge yeah. scale stuff. And yet we sit. We we missing. Oh, there's my arm already. Um, we missing the we missing the elements of of every. Where are the priests and the kings? You know, we, right. we're all, and I'm not saying we shouldn't be prepared. I mean, that's not. You no, know, no, I understand that. No, I understand that. I'm just, I'm just like yeah, summarizing the, the points. You know. Yeah, but listener, 
people that are listening in might not understand that. I'm not saying don't just go in and just be willy nilly about it. Yeah. I'm, I have studied, I mean, we both studied a lot in different areas. Yes. It's just let him, let him pick and choose out of the toolbox what he's going to use. Yes. Yeah, let him reach in there to the depths of his, of your heart and draw out of the wellspring of living water yes. what he wants for that minute, that hour. In yeah. fact, it even says in, in a place there in James, you, you need not even think about what you're going to say. I mean, yeah. I'm going to bring you before kings. Yes. Well, yeah, what are, what are you? You're a king and a priest unto our God. He's right. going to bring us before kings. And I'm going to, I don't have to take thought in that hour what I'm even going to say. Yeah. And yeah. so, and, I, and like I said, I'm not saying don't, don't be prepared because, yeah, it comes out of relationship. And then he reaches in to that wellspring. He reaches into that well and draws out. If you don't have anything in the well, there's nothing to draw from. That's my. That's the thing is, you know, it, you've got to build out of the relationship with the Lord. We're ministry to the Lord, and then we're in in that situation is that you 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 know pneumaticos. Pneumaticos is you have to be conscious and aware of spiritual things, but it's not complicated. It's simple. It's a simple thing, and that's that's really for for our listeners. That's what I want to say is that what you're saying is not. It's not not being prepared, but it's you, what you're saying is not not preparing. You know exactly item one, two, three, four. This is what's going to be said. This is how it's going to be done. This is the program. I think what we do is we try and put programs together, and we try and program God into a box. You know, and and uh, right. God does the kingdom of God does not fit in a box. <laughs> not definitely not man's organized box. You know, definitely not. Right. Right. And I know people get frustrated with me and <clears throat> you and I have had a discussion about this several times, but people get frustrated with me because I, 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 we bring this type of thing up and I'm, I'm trying to teach this next generation how to operate by the choreography of the spirit, not yes. good, not come in with a plan, not come in. I mean, yes, you have studied. Yes. You've studied lots of things. Yeah. You have a lot of things in the well then watch to see what dance he's doing and speak to the dance yes. or sing to the dance or, or whatever it is he's doing, then help that bride cooperate with that. Yes. And, or somebody else might even have the administration of it. And that's where you as one who watches over it, you, you try to find out who has it then. Yeah. If I don't have it, somebody's got it. Yeah. So, yeah. and that helps draw uh, 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 counsel is bound up in the heart of man, but a man of understanding will draw it from him. Yeah. What, if, what if I begin to draw out of other people's wells what the Lord is doing right then? I mean, that'll give them, they've been a fountain shut up in a garden enclosed for years, uh, and now all of a sudden their well begins to flow again. Yeah. Well, you know, that's the other thing is, you know, sometimes we want to be the shining stars, you know, it's like, we are the spiritual ones. We've got all the answers. It's like one guy, um, one guy said to me, I've got all the expertise. I've got all the revelation. Why isn't everybody coming to me? I'm the one, you know, and it's <laughs> like what? I mean, you know, really? It's just, you, you're supposed to be a spiritual apostolic father and you're the one trying to, you know, you know, 
what? <laughs> just, you, you're trying to get all the attention right. and, and you're feeling insecure because you don't have all the attention. Something is wrong with this. Very wrong. You know, right. That, uh, no, that's what you, you're referring to is just like people, it's not about you. You know, it's like if, if you facilitate and can draw the, the, the pneumaticos out of people, praise God, you know, right. manifestations of the spirit. And it's not about you, but suddenly something begins to happen within the priesthood of believers. Wow. Um, you know, the temple gets right. built and God gets glorified. <laughs> right. And it's, and the funny thing is it's coming out of them. So they feel, they feel so much more a part of it. Right. And they feel engaged. They feel, they feel that life because, Hey, I'm being used by the spirit of God. The spirit of God is doing this. I yeah. mean, I'm a part of it right here. Yeah. And uh, a lot of times we just, we're so much spectators of everything that's going on that, that we forget that, that we're a body. I mean, the, the whole body moves. It's not just the eyelid twinkling. So, yeah. um, you know, if we get the whole body to cooperate and move in the same direction, we, we pretty much, done what we're supposed to be doing as leaders at that point so yeah well anyway i mean beholding the head <laughs> well, that's and and the thing that's you know that's where equipping comes in we've got to equip people connect so that they are become aware and connected to their head and maturity begins right. to flow. They're not moved by every wind of doctrine, but they supply what's needed for every person supplies. Every part supplies what's needed for the growth and the maturity of the whole. Right. Is in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, and I'm reading from the Message Bible here, and he says, all these manifestations have a common origin, which is obviously the Holy Spirit, but I handed one by one by the one spirit of God and he decides who gets what and when. And that's, we, we've got to learn sensitivity to know who gets what, when, <laughs> you know, right. It's not, it's, it's you just, know what? <clears throat> it's, it's interesting too, because the word manifestation, uh, I, I heard somebody uh, talk about this long, long time ago. This is like 25, 30 years ago. Uh, and they were just saying that, that, Part of that word of phanerosis and stuff like that uh, means literally the dancing hand of God. Wow. And so, you know, over here is the word of knowledge. Over here is the word of wisdom. Over here is a, I mean, it's not, it's not like, hey, I'm here to give this to you for all eternity. I'm here to just, I'm here. It's, he's dancing and moving around and, and imparting this different things to different people at different times, you know, and by one, a word of wisdom, by another, a word of knowledge, by another, I thought, boy, that's a, in, in conjunction with that other scripture, you know, watching over the, watching the dance, uh, minister at the spirit, uh, that's, that brings a whole new light to that <coughs> because he's, it's a, it's the dancing hand of God. I mean, it's going yeah. over here and it's going over here. And, and I thought, boy, that makes a lot. I mean, I don't know. I don't know where we got that word from. Because uh, phanerosis, uh, uh, basically comes from the word light. Yeah, of course. So I don't know where he got the dancing. Yeah, I don't know where he got the word dancing and God. But anyway, it it made a lot of sense to me just because of that. I might have to do a little bit more study on that. But it's just it's interesting to me when he when he began to say that. I saw that 
because I used to, that's what I knew I was supposed to do. It says that he can, he, um, uh, confirming the word with signs following, uh, you know, at the end of Matthew there, he worked working with, or is it Mark anyway, working with, yeah, it's Mark working with them. The word them is in italics. Yeah. Working with them, confirming the word with signs following. The word them is in italics, which means it's not really in there. So the word actually says working with and confirming the word with signs following. So if you give the word, if you bring the word, the spirit will always be there to confirm it. Yes. He will always do that. So to give the opportunity and see, I, I was, I, he began to show me that like what, 30 some years ago give the opportunity for the spirit of God to move and to, to confirm that word with signs following. And sometimes he would do, he would do, he would do something in the body and then it would give the opportunity to, to teach about it. So the, it was the, always a balance of the word and the spirit. It was never one more than the other. It was both of them in activity at one time to be able to prove or be able to display the word. And I thought, man, this is a powerful, a powerful way to do this. I didn't know, I didn't know what to call it. I didn't know what to do with it. <laughs> I just knew that this was what was supposed to happen. So to begin to draw that out of people, begin to draw out of them that the dancing hand of God, begin to draw out of them the, the manifestation. <clears throat> it doesn't say manifestations, plural. It says manifestation of the spirit. So whenever he shows up, this is what happens. You know, there's a word of knowledge, word of wisdom. When he shows up, when he manifests, this is what happens. Word of knowledge, word of wisdom, uh, prophecy, uh, you know, and, and, it, and you go, this, this is a beautiful picture of him just showing up. I mean, it, this, 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 the operation of the body then beginning to feed into itself and beginning to, give itself life again because it's it's demonstrating or manifesting the spirit of a living god back into itself to show you know that he is here that he's real that he's powerful that he's mighty and that we're operating in his kingdom yeah so anyway it was just it was just um i never knew what to do with it because i didn't have the words for it i was just a young man at the time Mm -hmm. and i just didn't know you know but but over the last 30 some odd years you know, I've begun to get a little bit more language for it and understand it a little bit better. Yeah. But thank goodness. <laughs> <laughs> I can, I, <clears throat> but anyway, um, what time do you got to go? You got to go here pretty soon or are you still okay? Yeah, I've got a few few more minutes and then I've got to fly um, to another appointment. So it's just, it, it's interesting. And I mean, that that's coming back into the source of that we are the pneumatic cost man tapped into the source, which is the spirit realm of God and being aware of that spirit realm and re- receiving, hearing, being sensitive to, being aware of, being sensitive to, and being obedient to the promptings of the spirit. I th- in in um, Romans chapter, uh, gosh, I think it's nine or eleven. I can't remember. But but Paul talks about about um, uh, gosh, where is that? Uh, he t- he talks about. I think it's in nine. 
That's okay. We know it's in Romans. Yeah. Oh, yes. He says, I say the truth in Christ, chapter 9, verse 1. I lie not, my conscience also bearing me witness in the Holy Ghost. And um, the word word there is that it's nearly like the promptings, the the urges, the nudgings of the Spirit. He said, bearing... Hmm. Um, in the Holy Ghost. Uh, so so um, my conscience also bearing me witness in the Holy Ghost. So the Holy Spirit is the one that's nudging, um, pressing nearly, urging from within that you begin to understand the, the, the realms of what the Spirit of God is wanting to do. And that's why Paul right. encourages us to, to be equipped to grow up into the th- realm, the things of the Spirit, so that we become the pneumaticos man, where we're reflecting spirituals and manifesting spirituals. Even 1 Corinthians chapter 12, he, he lays out, and we call it gifts, it's not gifts, that's not charismas, those are manifestations, phaneroses, those are, 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 are manifestations of the Spirit. I think what, what Paul, this is just my personal view, you know, it's just my opinion on it. I don't have scripture on this, but I really believe that Paul was showing us what is in the spirit realm, but it's not defined. It's not limited to that. I believe there's so much right. in the spirit realm that we haven't yet even begun to understand because we've, we've been we've religiousized ourselves so much to this is the way things have got to be done. Um, only right. this is what the Spirit of God does, you know, is we get 16 goosebumps and a whoop and a, and right. a, and a yay and, and a prophesy, prophecy and, and a, a poem. And man, we've got the presence of God, you know, song and a poem as they, right. you know. And I think there's so much now more. There's a, yeah. There's also a distinction there, too, because what we – we've anglicized this so much uh, because now we want to itemize and, and title everything. And so then we call, we call these instead of gifts, we call them the manifestations, plural. It's not, it's the manifestation singularly of the spirit. In other words, what happens when he just shows up? Yes. When he manifests, what happens? And so it's not, it's not a multiplicity of manifestations. It's the manifestation of the spirit. Yeah. This is who he is. This is what happens when he shows up. These are the seven eyes of the, of the spirit, as it says in another book. Yeah. I mean, not in another book besides the Bible, but I mean, another, you know, another, yeah. um, um, back in the Old Testament, it talks about it. But, um, and, and you think about just when he shows up and can I do, when he shows up just in my life, can I operate by this? And people are going, well, this is, this is for a group type setting. Yes, it is. This is what it talks about when he shows up in a group type setting with, with the body of Christ. But why else can I operate by word of knowledge, word of wisdom, prophecy, uh, just a tongue, interpretation of tongue in and of myself when I'm just sitting there? Yes. It's because the manifestation of the spirit is there. I can do these things at any time. It's just that there's an order to them when it comes in the, when it comes into, and this is what it talks about there in 12, 13, and 14. Then it begins to talk about an order, how it operates uh, within a group type setting, 
uh, what happens. Uh, that's where I've contended with a lot of people for a lot of time. It never calls tongues a gift or it never calls it, you know, people say, I want the gift of tongues. Well, no, it's a manifestation of the spirit. And, and whenever you speak in a tongue, he talks unto God, um, you know, and he speaks unto him mysteries and the, and the purpose of it is to edify oneself. So yeah. for me to sit here and, and shout in tongues as loud as I can right next to you, it doesn't edify you at all. I'm edifying myself standing right next to you. So what is the purpose in that? And Paul even talks about that. What, you know, why, why even do that? I mean, don't, you know, don't, don't bring all that stuff into the, but yet we're taught in certain circles, certain circles to stand. Okay, everybody, let's go ahead and reach out in spirit. Well, you, now you got a thousand people sitting there all talking in tongues, edifying themselves, building themselves up in their most holy faith right next to you. Yeah. And that's where a lot of people will start to pray over somebody who is sick. Well, now <clears throat> I sit there and lay my hands on you and I begin to pray in the spirit. I'm edifying myself right there in front of you. You cannot say amen. You cannot agree. There's nothing for you to do. You're sitting there knowing that I'm spiritual somehow, but yet it's not edifying me. It's not building me up. So uh, to be able to, to be able to speak in a tongue or pray in a tongue or be able it, cause it doesn't talk about prayer language anywhere in the scripture. It just talks about tongues. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. what is the purpose of it? What, what are we doing there? And so I, we're probably, hopefully, hopefully maybe this will spurn some of the people there to, uh, that are listening to, to actually call in or to write in and say, Hey, what about this tongues thing? Because I would love to sit down and just, bat this one back and forth across the net uh, with some other people. Cause I was brought up that way too. I mean, and we all sit there and, and then all of a sudden to realize that this, there is no such thing as a prayer language. There is no such thing as this and that. And the other thing we've been taught a, a pile of hooky for a long time and it's kept us ineffective and it kept us from doing uh, what it is the purpose of God is in, in these things. So anyway, I'm sorry, I got off on kind of a bunny trail there, but it's just, it's one of those things that, that um, um, when we come out of something, am I going to go back in then and rebuild exactly the same thing in the people that I just came out of, or am I going to do this according to the way? Because Jesus Christ, it says he's the way, the truth, and the life. He's yeah. first the way. Yeah. And then he's the truth. And then once we know that truth, we have life. Yep. But he's first the way. Yep. And so there's a way that seemeth right unto man in the end thereof is death. But there's a way, this is the way wherein you should walk, walk ye in it. So That's, I guess there's a, the way that, that he does things is, is an important thing to him. <laughs> Yeah, seems to be anyway. Well, that's what the, <coughs> the kingdom is about. It's it's about the ways of God. So you know, I've got to I've got to run, but I just wanted to say, you know, to the listeners, uh, this is this is exactly what it's about. It's it's finding the source, getting sensitive to these things. We we want to bring this closer to you, so that you begin to think outside the box a little bit, outside the religious box of 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 how. Right, are thought about. We we not we're not sitting here saying we have we have it, all the answers to this, but but definitely 
what we've seen from scripture and what we've seen from the word of God is there is a way. And what we wanting to do is, is at least stir up your, your, um, your inner being and your, your mind to, to rethink just some of the things you're doing just for the sake of doing it because religiously it's being done. So um, I really want right. to encourage you is, is to yeah, go back to the, some, of these, some of these scriptures, have a look at them, um, really, really uh, uh, inspiring stuff to, to grapple with again. And let's begin to walk in these things within the context of the church. We're right. in a place right now as the church in this country, um, in the nations, that we're going to have to rethink. I'm telling you, there's times coming that we're going to have to rethink our impact, how what we bring to the world, how we bring in it, and who we are, you know, how who we are within that context right. is how God is going to use us to to reach um, our na- excuse me, our world and our nation, our you know, and and the world as as such. So, um, yeah, really good good points again to think about. And uh, so, just wanted to say, really appreciate you being with us. And have a super weekend. Sorry again for the episode being late. I'm gonna, I've got to pop it on quickly and then dash off, and um, so it will be available right now, Steve. Um, so thank you very much, Steve, again for your time and appreciate you. Oh, thank you. And until next week, hey, have a super God blessed, uh, God anointed, kingdom filled. Um, <laughs> dominion, <laughs> a, a week of dominion and authority in the kingdom of God in Jesus' name. We love and appreciate you. That's and right. Time. God bless you. End meeting. All right. All right. Well, have a fun time.